Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the OCCTO podcast. I'm Marco, your host. Uh, my guest today is uh, Don Purpura. Don is uh, based in Yorba Linda, uh, North Orange County, and uh, he is the hey. Vice President of Engineering over at uh, Canon Information and Imaging. Uh, welcome, Don. Thank you. Uh, glad to be here. Yeah, long time no chat. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. It seems, um, you know, since we've had in-person meetings, it's been, what, about nine months, a year? Just yeah. about. Yeah, just about. Looking forward been? to getting, getting started, getting those started back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, just being able to go out grabbing a drink, quite honestly. Exactly, exactly. Cool. So uh, usually we start just by introducing, uh, you know, our guests. And uh, I'd love to hear, you know, a little bit of your background and maybe a, a, an intro from you. Sure. As 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 you said, I'm uh, Don Lafra, Vice President of Canon Information and Imaging Solutions. We're a... Um, subsidiary of Canon Americas, um, that's the, the U.S.-based sales and marketing company that um, everybody is, most people are probably aware of, selling cameras, printers, um, and whatnot. Um, we are an internal R&D software development group for Canon Americas. Um, we're based in Irvine, um, California, or our, my group is based in Irvine. We're, we are headquartered in, in New York. Um, my background is I'm a computer science background, born and raised here in Orange County, um, locally educated, went to Cal State Fullerton for my undergrad, went to USC for my graduate um, work, started out in the defense industry working for Hughes Aircraft, um, worked on embedded displays, uh, firmware development. So did that for about 10, oh, about 13 years decided to move over to the commercial side and started with Canon. So I've been with Canon for 25 years, started out as a, a senior engineer and worked my way up to my uh, current position. Um, but our, our company works in a, in a wide variety of, of tasks and, and, and technology areas. Um, everything from printer scanners, uh, medical devices, um, um, but really around, the, around imaging. Um, you know, since that's what obviously one of Canon's core competencies, a, a lot of what we do is is either imaging in the enterprise with printing and scanning, um, imaging on consumers with cameras, um, imaging in medical devices with, um, you know, ophthalmology and, and um, um, you know, retinal scanning and, and whatnot. Um, they all have that, that tie of, of, of imaging. Um, a lot of what we do now goes into computer vision and AI and machine learning. It seems you know machine learning is 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 now involved in almost every or has an aspect in almost everything that we do um, today. Even things from drivers all the way up through to um, defect detection and analyzing X-rays and analyzing um, imaging images and and whatnot. So um, it's been a long uh, you know. I've been in this in in the technology world for about 35 years now. Um, you know, a lot has changed, but then again, a lot has uh, stayed the same. So it, it's actually been a it's been a fun fun time. Okay, interesting. Thank you for sharing your background. And yeah, 25 years. It sounds like, you know, but it it really isn't. It's a, it's a a lot of time. What what has changed, Don? I mean, you're you're at the forefront of uh, sounds like some innovative stuff. Uh, 
what's exciting there that you could share that you feel proud of that um, uh, our CTO community can be aware of? You know, um, would you say what what has changed in the last thirty years? And and one is, is obviously the speed that things happen. You know, today, if if you looked at at how work was done 25, 30 years ago, it was either through direct communication. Yeah, we did have email. Um, some customers had it, some did not. Um, a lot of, of, of phone communication. And now it seems, you know, things are happening 24 um, seven. On a good side, decisions happen quickly where we don't have formal discussions. We have chat discussions on Teams, um, for example, in the middle of the night um, in, in some cases. Um, and, and even though things are, are changing quickly, you can look back and say, you know, there's a saying that, you know, an overnight success takes about 15 years. Um, you know, when I was, when I was in college in, in the eighties, you know, AI was the big thing. You know, we were looking at prologue and, and modular two, and, and that was going to be what we were, what we were, we were working on. And it took about 30 years for now it to take hold and, and, and become really mainstream of, of, of everything that, that we're doing. Um, you know, and the other thing is that though how things change is that it's just the need of, of, of constant um, learning in this world. You know, if you, when you get out of school, you probably have enough knowledge to last you maybe two years. At, at the technology level, right? If you don't, if you're not consistently going out there and, and learning and, and understanding what new technologies are happening or what new trends are happening, um, then you're gonna quickly become obsolete. And you know, that's, it's, it's just the pace of, of the things are happening today. I, I like your analogy of overnight taking 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, you guys in the uh, imaging space, uh, you're probably at, at, at the forefront of a lot of new stuff that we'll see in the next 10, 15 years, I'm sure. What's, what's boiling? What's, uh, what's something that we will see have overnight success in 10 years from today <laughs> that you guys uh, are aware of, or that you as the, as the VP engineering there are exposed to that you want to share? You know, I, I go back to, and obviously we work in an R&D side internally, so there's a lot of things that we do that, that obviously are not ready for public um, consumption um, for, 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 for a lot of reasons, because a lot of them won't actually ever hit um, the, the public. But, you know, we, we, I did talk about machine learning and, and AI and, and how that is transforming how people interact with data and how people interact with our devices um, today. Um, what you see, you know, happening in, in iPhones and through your applications with Facebook and YouTube and, and predictions that are happening in Amazon, you're going to be seeing that in, in everyday devices that, that we're using. And not only in the devices, but how you interact with the data from the devices, how you interact with, with an image from a camera. You know, right now you go to, you know, maybe Photoshop or, or whatnot and manually being uh, manipulating images. There's going to be some AI that's going to automatically detect, hey, what, what, what needs to happen there? You know, and understand what your personal tastes are and what your personal um, corrections are. Um, so things are going to be, you know, much more customized to how you want to interact with with those devices. Um, I see. Okay. How, how large is your uh, engineering org there, uh, Don? Um, you know, in our organization is 
CIS is about 125 um, people. Um, our, our pure engineering group from a software side is probably 60. You know, from, from overall Canon, we are a very, very minute fraction of, of what the development capacity is. Um, but we are a significant portion of what happens here in the U.S. Okay. And I know you've shared this with the group, but you're divided in New York and here, uh, Irvine. Right. Our, our, the Canon America's headquarters is in, is in New York. Our company, CIS's headquarters, is also in, in New York. My development center is here in, in Irvine. Okay, so what is challenging your team, uh, Don, nowadays? Besides, obviously, the you know working from home and all yeah. the you know everything that's going on. What is what is challenging your team and your your unit? Um, well, well, certainly, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to go beyond to get past this one. Um, you know, from what's challenging, it it is very difficult to get to get past just what has transformed us in the last nine months um, going from how do we get everybody to remote to how do we keep everybody motivated? You know, how do we, how do we maintain um, project um, trajectory and how do we maintain motivation and, 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 and whatnot. So from a, from a logistics standpoint, that's been for me very, very difficult to, to try and making sure everybody's going in the right direction and properly motivated and, and, and whatnot from a, you know, from a technology standpoint, you know, Canon is, is a very, very large company and trying to introduce, you know, new technology sometimes takes, sometimes takes time, but funny is because of, of, of COVID and some of the restrictions that is changing very, very quickly, you know, and sometimes decisions that, that took, um, that can take a while can happen very, very fast. One example is, is, um, you know, the, the camera that I'm using today for this webcam is a Canon DSLR. Um, this was a piece of software that we introduced in April um, after, because after, after COVID hit, webcams were very difficult to get. And so we thought, okay, let's make an easy way of using our Canon cameras as, as a webcam in a software-only solution. So within a matter of a day, the decision was made to move forward. In a matter of two or three weeks, we had a beta out that was launched to the public. That was something that would have been unheard of, um, you know, even a year ago. Um, the amount of, of market research and, and, you know, how are we going to release this and what is the customer acceptance going to be and, and whatnot. Um, a, a process that would have normally happened in a year happened in a matter of weeks because of, of a, a, just a realization that things have to change. You know, we need a solution today. We don't need a solution in six months. So you, you touched on, on a couple of different um, very interesting items, innovation and uh, motivation, mm -hmm. kind of different directions. But for the motivation aspect, that really caught my attention. Um, two, two questions, two follow-up questions. One is, how are you uh, managing to motivate your team? Uh, we'd love to hear about that. But also, how does a, an executive like yourself find the motivation to pass it along to the rest of your team um, is, is probably my second follow-up question. <laughs> you know, you know that, that's, that is, that is it's tough. It's, 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 it is a challenge because, you know, like I said, when we all moved remote, it was very motivating. 
you know, people were like, oh yeah, I love working at home. I love having the freedom. I love having a, you know, a two minute commute, um, you know, walking from one room to, to another. And, and people were really excited about using, you know, using Teams. We had just moved to Office 365 about a month before this. And so we had, you know, had a company-wide adopted Teams, um, which was a, a very uh, 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 fortuitous <laughs> decision. Yeah, um, very timely. A great, great timing, um, you know, but, but people were really motivated to do this. And, and, but quickly that motivation became like, well, wait a minute, I can't work 24 seven all the time. You know, how do, how do I pull this back and how do I go back and, and try and define some boundaries between work and, and, and um, personal life, even though, even if you couldn't go anywhere, you still wanted to have some separation of, of, of that. And, you know, I was seeing that personally. And so, you know, absolutely, our staff was seeing that as, as, as well. You know, how do you, how do you tell people that I know you're home and I know your computer, you see your laptop right there 24 seven, how do you step away from it? Right. And, but, um, in, but how do you not only, you know, it's, it's not only how do you step away, but, but how do we monitor or um, temper in some cases, what the expectations are from our sponsors. You know, for example, when we first developed this, um, this the webcam, um, it was done in Irvine. The pace that that was done was so fast and, and people were working at such an excruciating you know, rate that there was an expectation of, oh, you know, any kind of solution. Yeah, you guys can do this, what, in a week, two weeks? And then in the reality, you can't keep that pace up, you know, for, for a long period of time. And so, you know, we some of the groups have tried different things. Some, you know, I, I think even on this podcast, you've talked about people having, um, you know, Friday Zoom um, happy hours and whatnot. Some groups, some groups have, have, have tried that. Um, and I think it, depending on, on how motivated the people, because you can't just have them, you have to have some kind of plan for them. And then so we've had one group that actually does have someone who who puts together, um, you know, exercises that they can do and activities, um, even not only for the employees, but the employees bring their kids. And so one of them had like, you know, a treasure hunt for them. So it gets it gets people back involved into that. It's it's more than than just, you know, um, relationships between the employees, but it's actually relationships between the families. And you know, it was funny is one one. One uh, employee a long time ago told me, you know, one of the key things they liked about our company and at the time, we did a lot of social events um, with, with the entire family. And it was, it sounded odd at the time because, but you know, a lot of things, people, I, I stay at this company, not just because I like this company, my family likes this company. You know, my family wants me to stay here. Um, you know, so it was, it was an interesting kind of twist on, on how you motivate employees. It's, it's a lot more than just, obviously, it's a lot more than just the work. But, but now, in, you know, in this, in this quarantine time, it's really hard to try and come up with how do you bring teams together? Um, you know, in, in, today in California, I, I, you can't even bring somebody together, you know, you're I can't even, I'm, we're not even supposed to bring our family, our outside family uh, in, you know, how do you do that in a, in a company at a company level? Um, yeah. you know, because 
you know, people get tired of sitting in front of a computer in front of a camera. Yeah, some of the teams in my uh, company have introduced the uh, role of a uh, uh, chief drinks officer in yeah. each development team to make sure that you know things are running smoothly and that are you know these things are happening because yes, you're absolutely right. You can take it for granted, and weeks right. will go by, and you won't have a thermometer read on morale and uh, you know your team's morale, and it's it's mm-hmm. important. It's it's part of a it's part of the formula. Right. And because you know, before when you're in person, you had these kinds of casual conversations in the cafeteria or, you know, you're, you're, you're walking by a, a, a somebody's office and you see them, you know, maybe not as happy as they normally are, or they'll drop by your office or, or whatnot. And that's just hard to have. It's, it's, it's hard to have those serendipitous um, conversations. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to the second portion on innovation and, uh, yeah. You obviously work in a very large organization, global presence. I'm sure there's some, uh, you know, there's a lot of different stakeholders in your that you report to, and that you uh, somehow have to, you know, um, rely on taking this innovation to market. Walk me through that. What is that, you know, process like? How do you, um, you know, how do you form these ideas, and how do you, you know? take a, a you know a camera from a whiteboard thing to a software that actually you know you can install and you start uh, uh, going to market with well yeah fortunately a lot of the, the you know the product ideas um, typically I mean there's two types of innovation there's product innovation and then there's you know process and and technology innovation from a product side um, we really have a, a you know a good marketing group within in New York in Canon Americas that they, they was the one here they were the ones that that one of the young engineer one of the young marketing folks said you know came up with the idea of, of hey why can't we connect our cameras to this we know there's a we know it's possible how do we actually do it um, and so they're the ones that, that sometimes have the vision of, of, of an innovative product then we then have to be innovative of how to solve it you know how to solve that problem um, and, you know, it's not something that's, that's top down. It's something that's very, very cultural. You know, it's, it's how do you enable your staff to think that they have to, to understand that they have the freedom to actually make a difference and come up with new solutions. You know, that ideas are not driven from the top down. You know, if somebody has a, a viable solution or a viable, out, um, um, you know, way to solve a, a particular problem that, I don't care where you are in the organization. You know, what we're, we're looking at, you know, I don't care about being right. I want to know what is right. You know, you need to have idea meritocracy. Um, you know, when we have, we have meetings, we often say that, okay, you know, I'm wearing my engineering hat now. I'm not wearing my, you know, manager, director, VP hat or whatever it is at the time. You know, your idea is just as valuable as mine because we're looking for what is right. Um, and so how do you, how do you drive that in, in a, in a, you know, in the, in a, as a social fabric of, of the company? Um, and it's, it really is a, um, you know, it's, it's part of, you have to drive it as part of the culture. You can't have, oh, I'm going to create a, you know, a department of innovation and all of a sudden we're going to be innovative. Right. Right. So, so walk me through, I mean, I'm, I'm your engineer. I just came up with it to you. Hey, Don, I think this is something we can actually develop. And then what, you know, what happens next? Well, it, you know, it depends on, on what it is. Because remember, you know, we are, we are a group that work for 
um, Canon Americas, they own the sales, they own the marketing of products. So we can come up with an idea and then we have to sell it to um, whatever marketing, whatever product group owns that particular product. Now there's, because we've worked so closely with them, we have you know, so much strong relationships with them. And oftentimes it's a call, you know, I'll call either someone in our camera group or someone in the, in the printer group or talk to somebody who works in the printer group. And, and sometimes they'll have an idea and we'll, we'll bounce it back and forth and, and, um, you know, figure out what, what is potentially possible. Um, we might do a POC um, and try and do that fairly quickly to see if, um, you know, what, a, what the reactions are. Um, we might work with a partner, uh, you know, in the camera side, we might work with a studio, um, for example, on, on testing out some kind of concept that we, that we are coming up with. Um, and then it snowballs from there, depending on if it's successful or, or we pivot to something to something else if it, if it doesn't look like it's viable. Okay, okay, that that's very interesting. One one would assume that being such a large organization, it will be you know far more you know bureaucratic and, but it sounds like something well, that's straightforward and obviously with its due diligence, right? Which is kind of what I wanted to touch on is how how do you how do you shepherd these you know ideas POCs to market and and in the position you're in as VP of engineering, <clears throat> your involvement is key in kind of you know fostering that and pushing it out, um, and then well, getting your feedback. Remember that there's you know, what we what we often work on are software solutions. So those solutions are much easier to to ideate and iterate to a to a to the market because you can start with a single customer um, and and sort of share you know work together with them and collaborate on a solution that then is benefit then could be more widely developed. It's very different than developing you know a new camera or new camera model. And that's something that's that that is um, you know obviously much more complex and and would require uh, a much larger capital investment to do the, the development and and whatnot. So we do have the the um, the fortune of of working more on the solution side within the Americas, since most of the products are owned uh, by in Japan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Thank you, Don. Uh, all right. I think we're, we're about to hit our mark here, yeah. but I want to wrap it up with one final question. And usually we like to, uh, you know, have our guests provide, you know, our, our listeners are, you, you know, some of them personally, they're part of our community and they're either CTOs, VP engineers, aspiring CTOs. If you, if you, if, if one were to come to you for advice, right on uh, developing your career on managing your teams on whatever right well if, if you know obviously it would depend on what level they are and, and where they are in their career you know for younger for younger people and we did talk about this is, is never stop learning you know something that i that actually a college professor um um was talking about after class one one time and he said you know he had this thing he called the 10 percent rule that if you put in 10 percent more a week on, on whatever area of, of confidence that you, that you are in, right? Within a year, you'll be the expert in your company. Within two years, you'll be an expert in your industry. You know, within four years, you'll be an expert in, you'll be a world expert. Because of the, similar to in, in the finance, you have compounded interest. You, you have the same thing of, uh, in technology. You have this compounding of, of knowledge and that most people don't take that effort to do the 110%. You 
you know, just doing that incremental effort and, and never stop. Um, you know, second is, is, is when you're looking for a solution. This is true for, um, you know, when you're talking about innovation is always look for the solution and always have that mindset of, of, of it, it, you have to assume it's possible. If you allow for the, you know, it, you know, further down the line, it might not be, but if you start with that, that mindset that, Hey, this might not be possible, then it's very easy to find the dead end. But if instead you, you have that mindset and also the motivation, there was something that someone, a story that once someone said is, you know, if you put a, if you put a two by 12, you know, across the, at the time, the twin towers, would you walk across it? Well, no. Well, okay. If your two-year-old was on the other side and about to walk off the building, then would you walk off it? So it's, it, and that's just a mindset, you know, what is, what, how do you, how do you get the motivation to get, to get them to, you know, to, to cross that, 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 um, that, that gulf that you have in, in finding the solution. Um, the third is, is make sure you have time to think strategically. Um, you often get caught down in the weeds in, in looking at what is urgent, but you, you don't set yourself up for, for time for thinking about what is important. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's very easy. And, and especially now when, when a lot of your thinking is in flux, you're not exactly sure what the future is going to hold. So you all, you, you know, you spend all of your time um, trying to just keep today afloat or tomorrow afloat or, 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 you know, our, our revenue court, our revenue up, um, goals for the, for this month. Um, but it's still important, you know, 2021 will be here. 2022 will be here. And we need to think about, um, you know, where we want to be when, when it arrives. Good stuff. Good stuff. Certainly taken a few notes um, from you. Um, I appreciate it, Don. Thank you. I know we, we oh, were yeah. kind of, um, you know, uh, fumbling the calendar there, but I'm glad we were able to find the slot. And I know the holidays are coming, so these are yeah, these absolutely, are absolutely times. So hey, stay stay safe. Um, have have a great holiday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you. And thank you on behalf of the community. All right, right. folks, with that, we're going to wrap up today's episode. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you on next one. And thank you. 